This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. Coming to you from the 15th floor of Alani Disney Resort and Spa in Koalina, Hawaii, with the sounds of the Aloyo Room from below, you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Enjoy. Mahalo. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Asan, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment. And along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in the discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, E? Oh, doing good, man. Uh, how you guys doing out there? We're doing well, man. We're doing well. Uh, so good to hear voices. That voices. Yeah. Voices. <laughs> I mean, other than the ones that normally talk to you in your head? Exactly. Tell you, you know, to crash cities into uh, <laughs> superheroes and that kind of thing? Yeah, you know, those, those little things, you know. We, we all, we, we're also uh, social distancing from each other, so it's kind of tripped out. You and the superheroes? Y'all social distancing too? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Me and the, and, the, and the voices in the head, yeah. We're all oh, 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 nice, nice. Well, you know, the, our next person has a built-in social distancing meter with his beard, and that's our resident travel <laughs> agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the shaggy TA, Lee Lasavica. How you doing, Lee? Yeah, if you're touching the beard, you are too near. <laughs> Boy, you stretch for that rhyme, huh? <laughs> no, that that beard looks like it's six feet. It is six feet. It's like a little skirt that kind of sticks out. Outside of many, uh, is anybody else, including your wife, tried to touch the beard? The dog likes to try to bite it <laughs> sometimes. Bite so your ear? You got to watch out for the dog. Patches. It's a crazy dog. That's because huh. there's food particles there's stuck probably, in there. <laughs> leftover tacos in there. Good They're Lord. Hungry. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> guys, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we're introducing a new segment called Six or Eight Questions with a Moeekin. Um, And we also have a little bit of news for you, the latest happenings that were with Disney World, latest announcement of them, of them being closed uh, until further notice is what the wording they have on their website. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert on the news. It's all bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So without further ado, guys, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some magic. So, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you've seen in the news uh, Disney's announcement that the parks will be closed until further notice, uh, which is definitely an update from when they were last uh, planning to maybe open sometime in April. So this is a definite change. So we're just kind of here to ch- uh, chat about, discuss what we think about this and uh, how we feel about all this kind of stuff. So uh, uh, who's got uh, something to say about this closure, this until further notice? And I say until further notice because it's all over their website. Everything's until further notice. 
Yeah, I don't like that aspect of it. I mean, at least give us hope. Well, <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to just say though, Disney is saying until further notice. All the stupid blogs and everyone else is saying indefinitely. There's a big difference in wording there, and I think I don't think any of us expect the actual parks to be closed indefinitely. Um, but you know, I, I guess if you have some common sense, you'll realize that they will open eventually. But I don't like that there. A lot of the news outlets are using that word indefinitely. It's not true. It's until further notice. So isn't that semantic? Saying like, it is, but it isn't. I mean, like it definitely means indefinitely. Like it's never going to open again. Well, since you brought the de- definition, I looked it up, and definitely means it's an adverb, and it means for an unlimited or unspecified period of time, or to an unlimited or unspecified degree or extent. Yeah, it definitely would it. mean it's not opening again. Yeah, right. Webster just you up (laughs) 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 well i I, i'm just going by what i hear in my mind and i would think what most people hear in their mind when oh wait you got voices in your head too (laughs) we all have voices in our head after 20 days days of coronation yeah we all have voices in our head and lee said to himself self (laughs) Self. it definitely i just think people need to use the right verbiage uh, when they talk about this thing, but no, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be nice. It'd be nice to have a date, but we don't know. I mean, it's just everything is crazy right now, and it's there's no set time frame. We're just taking this month by month. Can Can I ask you a question, Lee? Um, so, like, let's say, like, we have a room book that I haven't canceled yet, but it, it's coming up. What is it, April thirteenth? Right, April thirteenth, fourteenth. We were supposed to be staying the Coronado, and I haven't canceled it, but it's still listed on my reservation. I mean, I, I still have a reservation for it. What is Disney doing now here? I mean, are they, are they requiring us to cancel our own vacations to call them? Can we just do it on? How does that work? Well, as of right now, and this will be a week's worth of uh, this will be a week old by the time you hear this. But sure. right now, that that's canceled. You no longer have that reservation. Um, nothing in April. Now, if you wanted to move it, we can move it, but there are no more April reservations. Um, wow. How so, come they're not like, how come it still shows up on my app and they haven't sent me an email saying we're very sorry, but we just canceled your reservation. Well, you'll be getting that very soon. Okay. Uh, uh, help desk working remotely. Ain't enough right. them to help. <laughs> they, they prejudiced. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, again, if, if you want to move it, that would definitely be what they would encourage you to do. But in your particular situation, obviously you don't need one night in some random month in September. Well, um, hold up. Um, let, let me update it. Now, Lee is correct. It is gone. Yeah. Of, oh, you just checked. As news flash. Right breaking. Breaking, breaking news. news. Breaking my, news. My Coronado stay is gone, along with all of my dining reservations. Well, now that's interesting because you didn't you didn't cancel your dining. No, I did not cancel my dining. That's interesting because we've been told to tell guests to make sure that they go in and cancel any dining because that's still on. I don't think that you'd actually get charged for it if the day came up and you didn't cancel it, but. Just to save you headaches, that's what you're supposed to do is cancel all your dining right now. Well, yeah, the parks are going to be closed. The restaurants are going to be closed. That was my mind. Now, what is still existing right, is my Fast Pass Plus reservations. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> well, that's fun. There's no <laughs> line. <laughs> Maybe you can get that uh, Mickey Mini Rail right now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I Oh, wait, you, know, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. The dining oh. reservations are still there. Wow. Oh, are they? Interesting. Yeah, I, wonder, I, I wonder if you wow. can change and make new reservations. I'm going to try right now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm See if you can get a Mickey Minnie's Railway. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. And then, um, and what's interesting, too, is that, again, at this point, we can no longer even make any uh, reservations online for a Disney vacation. Interesting. Yeah, so That portal well, is closed. 
I, I had a question. So, okay, so somebody had booked it. They booked the trip or whatever. And so, like, they were halfway into the vacation. And then they had to, Disney had to shut down. So did they just kind of suspend the rest of what their vacation was? Or did they just say, all right, go home. Here's the rest of your money back for what you didn't use? Or So they were on vacation at the time. So this actually did happen to me. I had three families traveling together. And there was one day left on their vacation. So they had the choice. They could go home if they wanted to, and they would get refunded for that one particular day, uh, whatever that cost would have been. Um, in this particular case, she had seven days of vacation and six days of ticket. So this was kind of just their, their down day anyway. So she decided just to hang out at the resort and uh, you know enjoy the pool and you know, not go to the parks because that was what they planned to do anyway. But she could have gone home early and had a, uh, one day refunded back from her vacation that she was currently on if she wanted to. So that was, again, I think Disney is like anyone else right now. We're in uncharted waters. We're having to do things that we never would have done before, you know, things like that. So we don't, everything is day to day, week to week, month to month at this point. So yeah, they had that choice while they were on vacation, if they wanted to continue to stay uh, at the hotel or if they wanted to go home and they would get a refund on that portion. Well, you know, one of my questions was going to be to y'all because uh, last week Disneyland announced that new springtime Disneyland discount for stays beginning in, uh, I think it began on April 19th. And then we heard just yesterday that cast members have been notified that they're going to continue to be paid until April 18th. We had Jim Hill on the show. He's like, best case scenario, uh, parks reopen in mid-April. So let's hypothesize that the, the best case scenario plays out and then come mid-April, we start to see fewer and fewer cases of the coronavirus. The death toll drops significantly. Uh, the CDC rescinds any limits on large gatherings. And the Disney parks reopen April 19th. How soon thereafter would you, would you be willing to go on April 19th? Or how soon thereafter would you be comfortable taking your family to a Disney theme park right now? And Lee, uh, can you go first? Because you obviously, you've been dealing with a lot of people who are canceling. Do you have anybody looking to book earlier? Well, I actually uh, last week just booked a vacation for July. Now, this particular person had been back and forth for the last few months. Hey, should I do this? Should I not? And my advice was, look, we expect the parks to be open by July. You're in your dining window right now. Your fast pass window is coming up soon. If you can stand to have $200 tied up on a reservation, then go ahead and do it. Disney's been very flexible with cancellations. If you change your mind or, you know, for some reason something gets canceled, they're not going to keep your $200. So again, she was looking at July. We booked her for July 7th through the 10th, but I've got people that are supposed to go in May and they're very, obviously very anxious right now as to what is going to happen. Because again, April just got canceled. Everything in April just got canceled. So the people so, in May are keeping the reservations. They're still hoping. To they go. are right now. Yeah. And so we've got, I've got some May, I've got some, some June, but for what it's worth, uh, side note, my May, I was supposed to arrive in uh, Disneyland for my Adventures by Disney trip for May 8th. That got canceled. So that's past the April deadline. So that I think they're thinking ahead. And, you know, this was a particular, this is a little bit different beast being an um, Adventures by Disney vacation as opposed to just a regular Disneyland vacation. You got, you're going to tours of the studios and the, the animation studio and the, all this other stuff. So there's a lot more moving parts and things like that. But still, again, May 8th was the date and they canceled that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think, I think April is not realistic. First of all, I don't, I don't see anything happening in April. I will be surprised 
if anything happens, if we're, if we're open in May. Well, but remember, Lee, we're hypothesizing here. We're saying sure. they're open in April. We're, we're yeah. coming from, yeah, I agree. I think everyone agrees that, yeah, these parks are likely not going to be open in April anytime soon. It's very likely that a lot of people are going to get laid off from Disney starting April 20th. I don't want to put that fear out there. I certainly hope that's not the case, but I don't know. Unless things really take a drastic turn, it's kind of what it's looking like. But in this scenario, we're hypothesizing. We're saying it's going to be open. So if it's going to be open April 19th, immediately in the aftermath of all this, do you go? Personally, I think I would go sometime in the fall. Sometime in the fall. I just feel, I feel like, not just safety reasons, but I don't think they're going to be fully operational. I think there's going to be, you know, they're going to be working on a skeleton crew uh, to some degree. I think you're going to have to you know, kind of be happy with what you get. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm also kind of putting this in the same line with my, with the journeys business and what we're kind of, our thought processes are with that. You know, we know that we're not just going to open the gates, uh, open the doors on April 20th and be ready to go. You're going to have to get people to come back to work. People that have either, you know, put off of work or maybe they're even have found some part-time job working at Publix uh, for the, for the time being. Uh, there's a lot of things. It's not going to just be, you know, flipping a switch. It's going to be a transition. So, you know, if I was going to book a vacation right now, I'd, I'd probably go in the fall. Go in the fall. And that's not out of just safety precautions. That's just because you think it's not going to be running. No, as- uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think Disney's going to open up if they're not safe. So if, if Disney says April 20th is the day they're going to open, then I feel comfortable that they're, they're going to have the, the public safety in mind by doing that. Okay. Kev, you've been anxious to go. You were having those longings, those yearnings to go. Uh, how safe do you feel if as of April 19th, they reopen? Would you go then? Would you, How far back would you push your vacation? Just well, curious. Well, uh, real speaking, the earliest I could go would be the summer anyway. So we'll say we may, maybe Memorial Day weekend on, which if they open up April 19th, it gives them about a, a month to see how things are going. And, and that'll give me a chance to observe what's going on in the parks as far as I mean, we, we know Disney's going to be as thorough as they can cleaning-wise um, because they, they usually are on a regular basis anyway. So I'm sure they would take the precautions to make sure that uh, a second outbreak or spread doesn't happen. But in that month, um, say I, I did decide to book something for end of May just because, you know, I just need to go somewhere. You know, that would give me a month to kind of see what, how the response has been, how other people's experiences have been, uh, what the uh, operating capacity is of the parks. So I'm sure it's going to be fine. And then also to see how this virus is uh, taking shape. Because one thing I don't want to do is be part of like a second wave uh, hit because we came back too prematurely. That's, but yeah. Yeah. You know, it, I just don't want to be part of that. And so hopefully I'm, I'm thinking a month because realistically, even if it was 19th, I couldn't travel anyway. Uh, that's about the earliest I go. Uh, hopefully within that month, I can observe and see how, uh, how everything's going with the virus as well as with operations in the parks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, realistically, that's what I'm. Um, that's what I'm thinking. E. Yeah, no. That's that's a great question. I would say first and foremost that if the cast members are going to lose their jobs, uh, any cast member that's gone is Jasmine is more than welcome to come by, <laughs> and we will help you through this tough time. You, you will furlough any Jasmine out there. Oh, there'd be a lot of furloughing. Furloughing. But yeah, it stood out there. But uh, no, look, I, I think I'm the kind of person that um feel like this. Like if there's like a new 
operating system that comes out. Like I'm not the type of person that would jump on it right when it first comes out because I know there's always bugs that has to be worked out stuff. And that's the same theory I would take with this. Now, this is assuming I have the money to already go and this virus is happening and stopped me from going. But uh, yeah, I would give it at least two, three months past April just to kind of see how things are going, see if anything changed with the prices, see how uh, people feel about it, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't be super anxious to just jump right into it. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. July would be the earliest, I think, that I could talk myself into doing that. And that's if we get the all clear on April 19th. And we all know that's not going to happen. But as Kevin put it, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about skeleton crews or anything like that. I'm worried about a second outbreak of it. I'm worried about, the, the, you know, obviously, this is not all going to end on one day. <laughs> There's, this is going to taper out slowly off over the course of many, many, many months. But there comes a point in time where it's like, okay, you can't force businesses to stay shut forever. At some point in time, a decision is going to have to be made here. And I agree with you, Lee. I don't think they're going to open these parks unless they're 100% sure that they can maintain some level of safety. But it's an invisible enemy they're fighting. <laughs> so yeah. I need them to be 100% sure. And then I need at least two to three months to see that the procedures they have in place are going to, are going to work out. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. It's like if if they've come out with a vaccine that's that's proven effective, um, then I would feel a lot comfortable. But unless I, I I see somebody say, yeah, we got the vaccine, it's working. The numbers of recoveries versus uh, uh versus the confirmed cases are going up. Uh, so mm-hmm. things are looking up. That would make me more comfortable. But until I see that, you know, yeah, I, I'd be pretty leery as well. Maybe even hesitant to maybe even push it back if I'm not seeing something that strong. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more than understand uh, people who are bored and stuck in their houses and they're still crossing those fingers that the that the, the May vacation is going to go off without a hitch. But I don't know, man. May's too early for me. <laughs> yeah, and just to add to that, I mean, for anybody that hasn't driven their car in say two to three weeks, I mean, you know, it takes a while for that automobile to start up. It takes a while for that heat to warm up while you're sitting there in the winter. I mean. They haven't used any equipment for so many months. So even waiting the extra couple of months after they open would be a good idea so they could go ahead and make sure all the machines and the equipment and the rides all work properly. I mean, it was bad enough when the monorails were breaking before this virus. So now I want to wait an extra couple of months to make sure all the stuff works properly. So you want to make sure your jungle boot cruise boat doesn't sink and your <laughs> buggy doesn't go backwards and... All that good stuff. Huh? Yeah, you know, you know, uh, skyline is so working. well before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And nobody's touched them in however many months. So yeah, let right. them oil that stuff up. Let them jumpstart what they need to jumpstart. I'll wait. Shoot, man, with all the stuff we're going through, I'm happy sitting in the sinking Jungle Cruise boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does make you wonder though. Like, okay, so right now, okay, obviously you can't have crews of more than ten, but how do we know there's not like five people? In and around, each of them are responsible for their own land. And it's like, okay, dude, uh, Harvey, you're in charge of all the maintenance in Tomorrowland. Go. <laughs> you know, Bill, you're, I mean, like having that, you can't social distance any more than that, can you? Yeah, no, I can tell you what, on the causeway, and for the listeners that are not familiar, the causeway is like the 24 mile hour, uh, 24 mile an hour, 24 mile bridge that I crossed the Lake Pontchartrain to get to my house and down. But anyway, they, they've been doing construction still. And so, but, you know, with 24 miles, it's very easy to social distance those guys. So, you know, you just have a little crew, space, spread them out enough. And it's only six feet is what everybody's saying, right? So 
you can still get work done. You know, the whole crew just kind of shift down and they're, they're still working on the bridge kind of stuff. So I could totally see that happening for sure. I'm just thinking that someone, some lonely little maintenance worker <laughs> going through Adventureland by himself with a, a socket wrench. <laughs> no, look, even better. I, I picture that same maintenance worker being like, oh, man, I always wanted to do this. <laughs> and whatever it is he wants to do, he decides to do because nobody's looking, right? He's <laughs> riding butt naked down Slack Mountain. Take, do a selfie on the, the totem pole thing or whatever, that, that, that pole everybody's climbing up. Yeah. Bathe in the, uh, the waterfall. There. <laughs> bathing in the waters of uh, the waterfall or something. Yeah. Oh, purify themselves in the water. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of Schweitzer falls. Yes. On the backside of water. <laughs> Cleansing their backside with the backside of water. Yes. <laughs> I've so always wanted to do this. Now I can get my chance. Uh, employee 6236, what are you doing over there? Who, who's watching? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scratching. I'm scratching over here. You forget, employee, we have cameras everywhere. Damn it. <laughs> nobody was working those cameras you know for our future show that we're, we're going to be uh, announcing soon uh we need to put that in there as one of the questions if you had disney world if you yes. were that lonely maintenance worker and you had the lay of the land what would you do where would you want to work in and what would you do <laughs> right i mean i think i'd take a picture of myself like hitchhiking along with the hitchhiking ghosts i think that mm. would be just a given and yeah. not giving it any thought Oh, there's so much fun stuff. Oh, that could be fun. I think that could be a good question, too. Yeah. That might be a fun show just for us to play with. It's not like there's a whole lot else going on right now. Yeah. I know, right? I know. Well, look, listeners, I'd be curious to see what you think about Danny's question about how soon would you want to get back once they say, yeah, we're going to reopen once you give that date. You know, you know you're hearing stories of uh, Shanghai Disneyland and, and Hong Kong reopening with the certain parameters and stuff, but uh you know, what if that same thing happened here? What would you think? How would that make you feel? Uh, would you want to go back soon enough right after they open? Let us know. Show at magicourway.com. All right, Mawikens, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. As you heard earlier in the segment, uh, Lee had mentioned something about uh, expecting a return or, or bookings on July, in July 1st. When, in fact, we've gotten some news articles indicating June 1st, actually, is when you can book vacations and stuff to the happiest places on Earth. Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to Lee to give us a little rundown of what has developed since we last recorded. So, Lee, take it away. Yeah, so definitely interesting developments. And I think, as I had mentioned before, you know, this thing changes daily, hourly. Um, I mean, it was, what, maybe like an hour after we recorded um, that <laughs> You know, all of a sudden we got the news that we could actually book for June 1st on. Right. And yeah. And we recorded on Saturday, too. So this is like, right. you know, this is fresh. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we got this news that came out like, hey, you know, we can book, start booking vacations from June 1st on. I'm like, OK, cool. Well, that tells me that, you know, Disney is expecting to be up and running by June 1st. Um, maybe they're going to use May for a ramp up period, try to get employees back in, what have you, so on and so forth. And then on top of that, <laughs> before we could even react to that, they dropped a, a promotion for families that had their vacations canceled or that had current vacations in the month of May. So, you know, to my knowledge, and again, I've been doing this for about five years or so, so I'm not as knowledgeable about previous promotions, but to my knowledge, this has been the first time they've done something of this nature where people that had either canceled or in this case got, got canceled were given an incentive 
to go ahead and move their vacations or rebook their vacation. So, yeah, so this is, again, unprecedented. We are charting, uh, what is it, what are we saying, uh, uncharted waters right now. So let me kind of just go through this. Now, just realize this is not for new bookings. If you had not booked anything for March, April, or May, this does not apply to you. But if you had a vacation, it was in March. It actually starts on March 16th, and I'll clarify that point in a minute. But So this uh, definitely affects our Danny, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, that's another little detail that we'll get to because Danny was asking me a couple of questions about his vacation in particular. I'm like, hmm, let me find out because yeah. that <laughs> was know? every question. Lee, what about this? Let me find out. What about yeah. this? Let me find out. I kept yeah, making him get on hold with Disney. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a lot of, a lot of uh, gray areas, but I think we can hopefully clear some of those gray areas up tonight. So first and foremost, you have to have checked in on 316 or later. Now, if you checked in on 314, but you're, you know, you had 316 in your vacation, this does not apply to you. You have to, you cannot have checked in until 316. Uh, March 16. Not- wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was laughing at my own thing. I'm going to say March 316 says you can't book with me. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Danny's was in April. So he was, oh, he was that's more, right. That's more right. Than covered, more than covered. But, and I don't know where that date came from. You know, uh, I'm sure someone in accounting just had to choose a date to a cutoff point, so to speak. And that's what they chose. I'm not sure why 316, but this would apply. Yeah. Yeah. This would apply from anyone who has a vacation either canceled or is currently booked from 316 through 531. What? What? (laughs) All right. So that's the first (laughs) point. Um, I like so, how Lee gets none of these wrestling references. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. right. <laughs> you can't see me. That's all I know. I don't even know why I know that. That doesn't so, even apply to this date. I know. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hexall Jim Dugan. What? <laughs> what the hell did that have to do with anything? <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's as far as my wrestling knowledge goes. Is that you time think period. his wrestling knowledge ain't worth the crap on 316? Give me hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he doesn't even do like the Hacksaw Jim Duggan like saying or any any of his... <laughs> no, he just says, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> it's your boy Ric Flair. Just oh. saying names. Paul Bosch. Sound like you're uh, excited. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for these families that had their vacation impacted, they can currently rebook their Walt Disney World vacation from anywhere from June 1st through September 30th. And if they do that, they will receive a free dining package with their vacation. If they are at a value or moderate, they get the quick service dining, which can be upgraded if they'd like. And if they're in a deluxe, then they get the the regular Disney dining plan. And so that is now included in any of those packages uh, that they want to move. So there's a few things that we learned uh, as we made several phone calls. Number one, you do have to have your vacation booked by June 31st, uh, May 31st. So you could, the latest you can book is May 31st. The soonest you can come is June 1st. If you had a room only reservation, you didn't have dining, you didn't have tickets, anything like that, you can still qualify for the free dining promotion. You just have to book a stay of at least two days or two nights, excuse me, and have at least two days of tickets. So that is true for anything that's booked. Wait a minute. You said you you have to have at least two days, not that you have to purchase it as part of some package. You just have to have it. You have to have it on your new reservation. Aha. Sorry. I didn't want to confuse the situation, but right. So you can have a room only reservation that got canceled 
and you can call right now and say, hey, I'd like to go from you know this date to this date, and as long as it's at least two nights and you have two days of tickets on there, then you can get the free night. The minimum is two days. The minimum. The minimum. Right. So you can do more, of course. You can do up to 14 days, I believe. So in other words, it doesn't have to be apples to apples. You can have a one-night room-only room reservation, which is what Danny had, and you could call them now and book a whole week with dining and tickets and all other stuff that you want. Okay. So as long as you had something as a reservation between those dates, you qualify for this. But Danny uh, has to do a minimum of two. Yes. He, he can't, can't do, do another one. Okay. Right. And not get free dining. That's correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then now we have to go ahead and purchase tickets as well, seeing that we all were going to use our um, tickets that we already had, complimentary tickets that we had gotten from Disney at one point in time. So yeah, we'd have to actually purchase tickets, tickets as well. So it kind of becomes what what's worth more, you know. Saving those tickets for later a trip or uh, I'll give you an example. Maybe someone has an annual pass. And so their original reservation didn't have tickets on it. Well, now they've got to have at least two days of tickets on the new reservation, but they can save those tickets and apply the value onto their annual pass renewal. So Disney's willing to give you a discount as long as you're spending everything. (laughs) 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 As long as you're all in with Disney, you can have your, you can have your dining. Yeah. Exactly. Is that about right? Because I mean, yeah. Again, if you stay a quick, if you stay at um, a moderate or, or, or a value, you get the little quick service thing, which is basically yeah. what counter service and snacks. Counter service and snacks. Right. And, and again, if you want to upgrade, uh, you can, but you're, that portion is free. One thing that's different than a normal free dining offer that's offered to the general public is there's no restrictions on what hotels you can stay at. Normally, you'll get the free dining except for staying at. Bay Lake Tower or staying at Art of Animation, Mermaid, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of times certain hotels are excluded, but this time nothing excluded except for campsites. So as long as there's availability and the rooms aren't sold out, you can get the free dining with that. Lee, what about like if I'm booking a cabin at Fort Wilderness? Is, is that okay? Or is it, does that count as like a campsite? No, it, it's just the campsites that are excluded. Oh, so if you bring your own camper or a tent or something, that's, right. that's what you don't. Okay, I got you. But the cabins are a different Thing, just the campsites. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you're rustic, you, you might yeah. not be part of the, the personnel that did Disney would like to have back at this point in time. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you get free dining, just whatever you can find out in the woods, <laughs> yeah. berries and twigs and berries. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Wherever you go hunting with your bare hands. <laughs> you got me a gator here. I'm going to make me a belt. Some purse and uh, got some alligator meat. I'm ready to go. Get some boots out there, so I'm done. That's right. But this is something maybe that would be good for uh, Lee to, to clarify because this is a situation that uh, my brother in law, my sister, and my parents are in where they booked at the Swan Dolphin. That is also not included because they don't get the free dining, correct? That's correct. I mean, I'm sorry, they don't get dining plan, period. Right. Dining plan, you can't do Swan and Dolphin, can't do dining plan. So what if you were, so what they can do is they can rebook and they can get the free dining. They just have to stay at a non, or they have to stay on site, quote unquote. They can't stay at the Swan and Dolphin. So they can take their Swan and Dolphin reservation because they've got a confirmation number that is given to them by Disney. And then they could say, well, let's stay at Port Orleans. And then they can get the free dining. They just can't get the free dining at Swan and Dolphin. And does that also play into the Fort Wilderness uh, campsites? They can they can get it as well, likely, if they just go book at another resort and stay away from the campground? 
You know, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. I, I would think. I don't have, yeah, I would think so because, it, again, it's kind of the same rules that apply to this one in Dolphin, right? That's um, my thought. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm thinking too. I haven't had that. That's one we'd have to clarify to make sure. I don't want to misquote, but I think it's pretty safe to assume because it'd be the same rules as Swan and Dolphin. Yeah, it's like take your Swan and Dolphin, take your campsite, shove it up your butt, and come <laughs> stay at an actual Disney hotel room. That's kind right. Of, <laughs> kind of, I got yeah. to say, turn it sideways. Oh, sideways, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's so that's that. So I mean, that's um, again. I think this is interesting. Number one, this says to me they plan on being open June first. Of course, um, everything they know and all their plans roll around them being open June first. Now, just in case you didn't catch it, you may be booked for May and haven't been canceled yet. Whereas if you're in March or you're April, Disney's already canceled you, period. They know they're not going to be open. They have not canceled May yet. So even though you haven't been canceled yet, you can still move from May to June or later and get the free dining. Uh-huh. Ah, interesting. Okay. So do you think they're maybe going to slowly start opening at the end of May? Right. Maybe not even opening, but getting prepped up, right? Or, uh, yeah, maybe so. Okay, so I have two thoughts. Number one, they're going to end up eventually canceling, canceling May no matter what and then just open in June. That's a possibility. So anyone that's in May right now will be in the same situation as the March and April people and they'll be canceled. But maybe not. Maybe they are going to open, but you're not going to have the full capacity of the people that will in June and July and on. You know, again, we talked about this maybe, I think we mentioned this, you know, you got a lot of people that are in the college program that – They've gone home. You know, they've, they've already left because Disney told them, we don't need you anymore. So they're not going to be able to just get, you know, all these college kids back at a moment's notice at the drop of a hat. I don't know, man. My, my bets are on something like you said, Danny, maybe ramping up to June because they definitely are encouraging people to start from June 1st on. Cool. Any other questions on? Does this apply to Disneyland? I'm glad you asked. So... <laughs> <laughs> we'd already planned on doing this little recording, right? We said, okay, you know, let's get, let's get the word out there. Let's add this to the last recording, shoehorn it in. Literally today, literally maybe a few hours ago before this recording, they dropped the Disneyland, same information. Now, this is a little more complicated because there is no dining plan for Disneyland. Okay, so they can't offer you free dining. And they could just say like, hey, 20% off, 50% off everything, who knows? But they did make it a little more complicated for Disneyland. How okay. complicated is it? <laughs> In the same vein, uh, you had to have your vacation booked for March 16th through May 31st. Anytime in there, in between there qualifies. So Sean, Chief, he, he actually was coming in on the 16th. So he can rebook if he wants. Same thing. You have to have your new vacation. You have to call and get it rebooked by 531. And you can travel anywhere from... June 1st through December 31st. So there's where it's a little different with um, Walt Disney World. This offer is only good through September 30th. The new offer, the Disneyland offer is good through the end of the year, but I'll clarify that in a minute. (laughs) So the basic gist of it is up to 35% off a Disneyland hotel. These offers don't, don't apply to good neighbor hotels. So only the three hotels on property. 35 up to up to 35%. I'll give you a breakdown in a second, but up to 35% off um, the hotels, the cost of the hotel for Disneyland Hotel, Grand Californian, or Paradise Pier. They're all included. Also, in addition to that, a $50 resort credit. 
So $50 to go spend at, you know, Trader Sam's or whatever. Now this is where it gets complicated. <laughs> so if you arrive, if you book your new vacation anywhere between, to arrive anywhere between June 1st through June 18th, you get whatever the current Disney discount is. It's probably very similar, but it's not the exact, it's not up to 35% off. Yeah, whatever the current right now anybody can get discount is if you arrive from June 1st through June 18th, that's what you get. But you also get the $50 resort credit. Okay. Is that per person? It's off the room. The resort credit? Oh, the resort credit? No, just 50 bucks. 50 bucks per person or just 50 $50. bucks for all of us to share? $50, period. Regardless of that. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Right, yeah. Wow. Um, And again, I'll get to that in a minute. So June 19th through October 3rd, up to 35% off for Grand Californian and um, Disneyland Hotel, up to 30% off Paradise Pier. So 35 for the two super deluxe and then 30% for Paradise Pier. Now, the up to basically is because you get 30% off the weekend cost, 35% off the weekday cost. So your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday cost, you're getting the higher discount. You get a lower discount off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Paradise Pier, it's 30 or 20. And you get the $50 credit. Then after, so from December 4th through the 31st, you get a $50 resort credit, which I don't think it takes a genius to figure out. 50 bucks is going to go real quick in, in, uh, in Disney. So this is not exciting to me at all. Yeah, you'll be done with that by the time you finish check-in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's something more than what you're getting at Walt Disney World because Walt Disney World is only through September 30th. So it's something, you know, but whatever. And same thing here that, you know, it's either something that has gotten canceled already or something that is in the month of May. So you may not have gotten canceled yet for May, but if you want to be safe, you can rebook for June 1st or later. Not 100%, but we're 99% sure none of this applies to any good neighbor hotel. So unlike Walt Disney World, if you were staying at the Holiday Inn, you can't now take that reservation that was canceled and qualify for the discount at the on-site hotels. Well, hell, if they don't give you uh, the, the free dining over the Swan and Dolphin, why would they <laughs> give the discount to the good neighborhood hotels? Exactly. So kind of the same thing. But the difference being that if you were staying at Swan and Dolphin, you could rebook at an on-site hotel and get the discount. If you were staying at the Best Western, you can't rebook at Disneyland Hotel and get the 35% off. Makes sense. Yeah. So, And that is the gist of it. So again, I think uh, number one, obviously their motivation at all times is to fill rooms. I think they're telling us that their expectations are to be up 100% by June 1st. And I am interested to see if that remains true with the level of infection we're hearing about in Florida. I'm concerned about that personally. Again, since we recorded two days ago, three days ago, whatever, it's gotten worse out there. So I'd be interested to see if if June 1st is actually going to even remain true. But that is the newest information we have. So, Lee, um, as you're talking about the Good Neighbor Hotels in Disneyland, uh, I'm thinking about also the Disney Village, or what used to be called the Disney Village Area Hotels. Those Good Neighbor Hotels in Walt Disney World, I'm assuming that's the same situation where they couldn't rebook for this particular package, right? Absolutely. You cannot get free dining if you're staying at the Disney Springs Holiday Inn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So none of those guys over there either. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. You, you got to do a true on-site, yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah, man. So, again, you know, 
they didn't have to do much. I mean, they've already given these everyone 100% their money back. No cancellation fees, anything, which is the right thing to do. I mean, they're the ones, Disney is the ones that closed. So why would they charge you a cancellation fee because of that? So that's the right thing to do. It's, the, it's what they ought to do. I mean, it's not even the right thing to do. It's, it's just what you have to do. Right, yeah. right. So I'll be, now they're trying to go a little above and beyond. Just like Disney Cruise Line was giving you that extra 25% for rebooking later. I think this is their answer to that, that same philosophy. So here's my question. I want to know whether or not I can take my reservation in my free dining all at the Disney World Resort and go to California and get the 35% off at the Disneyland Hotel instead. No, coast to no. coast action? Uh, yeah, I would I want say coast no. to coast. Yeah, I would say no. Just like you can't take your Disney Cruise are, are Line. Are you just saying no or, are you, or is this an educated no? You know for sure it's a no. I'll go, I'll go 99%, 99% no, you know, uh, they're not going to, same reason you can't take your Disney cruise line money and, you know, move it over to a discounted rate at Walt Disney world. Well, one's on the water, one's on land. This is, we're talking about hotels here in both locations, theme parks, the whole thing. And it's, it's a little more analogous. Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to ask the question if someone wanted to do that, sir. Uh, yeah. I mean, that could be a good option. But I would I would guess no if I had to guess. Uh, also, too, I did clarify this just in case you asked. You can only book a Walt Disney World again. You can only book one room for if you got one canceled. So in other words, you couldn't take your discount and get three rooms for you and mom and Sandy because you only canceled one room. But they can do their own, right? They can do their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. But just in case, you know, someone is out there thinking, oh, you know, maybe I want to take my discount and... and make a big vacation for my whole family and bring the in-laws and everything. And get, you can only do one per one. So well, yeah, what if, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what if I go ahead and now I take my reservation now I got to rebook and now I'm getting a villa. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. You can do that. Okay. It does. It doesn't have to be the same amount of people. It doesn't have to be the same amount of tickets. So yeah, if you could, if you wanted to say, get a room that slept all three families, you could do that by canceling your room-only reservation you had. Oh, okay. So it's like one-on-one, but it doesn't matter the size. Sure, absolutely. So if you're, if you're, you know, you could go from a villa to like a studio, but then you wouldn't really do that. But you could do right. that if you wanted to, right? Is yeah, that, you yeah, could okay. go anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. As long as it's one-on-one. All, all they're going to do is they're going to look up your old reservation and see that it was canceled, and then they'll give you the discount on anything you want, no matter how many people are staying or anything like that. Now, quickly here, gentlemen, which discount would you take? If, if you were in my shoes, like, well, not even in my shoes, but like, let's say you had your option of discounts here, which is the better discount? Assuming this all happens, I mean, obviously they're, they're hoping for the best. They're hoping things calm down a bit. And in, in June, they can get to reopening. I mean, they're, they're planning just in case, I think. I mean, you're still, you're still dealing with uh, uh, full rack rates, right? For the free, free dining thing? That's exactly my thought process. Mm-hmm. Is, that right? like, is that right, Lee? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. So let's say someone moved their trip to September and then another discount came out for the general public in September. They could balance which one is better and make the change if they wanted to, but they couldn't do both. Right, right. Right. I mean, yeah, that's free dining for, anything, for right? me always indicates rack rate. So like free yes. dining equals rack rate. Absolutely. So that's why I wanted to clarify that. So yeah, absolutely. and you can control your spending on what you what you get food wise, but you can't control the cost of the room. You know, like if if you're, well, I mean, I guess you can decide that you don't want to stay at the Contemporary or the the Grand Florian. You want to stay at uh, the Coronado or something like that. But I mean, I can like we've done it before where you go through a dining plan. Basically, in order to save money, to be saving money on the dining plan, you pretty much have to order the most expensive meal 
at every restaurant there is, and then you'll you'll come close to saving money. I think the room desk discount, especially going above and beyond the, the normal, what it's generally like what twenty and fifteen, and it, I, to go all the way up to thirty five percent, shoot, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. Also, too, you know, Dis- Disneyland doesn't offer as many discounts as often. No, you're right. You know, uh, well, Walt Disney World, you can almost guarantee you outside of a few weeks, like Christmas week or something like that, that you can find a discount of some kind. You know, they're going to offer a discount of some kind, at least right now. And I would guess in the future, too, that they're going to need to you know, rebuild some revenue and, and get, get those parks packed again. So I can't imagine any discounts going away uh, from their business model anytime soon. Well, that and there's uh, less construction at Disneyland at the moment, right? Yeah, true that. Yeah, yeah. And I, true that. I, again, I, I think what they're doing at Disney World, it's nice. It's a nice little. Well, here you go. Here's something to go ahead and rebook with us. And I think that's something they should do. Um, the same thing with Disneyland. I just think with Disneyland, they're a little bit more aggressive about it than what they are over at. I mean, I think they just maybe they think the public hasn't figured out that free dining is kind of a scam. So maybe that's what it is. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, you know, side note, I really, I really thought that we would see the end of free dining soon. It's gotten more and more restrictive. It's gotten more and more less availability. You got to add park hoppers, all this other kind of stuff that it's like, I, I figured soon they'd probably just do away with free dining. But that's the ace up the sleeve, I guess. Every time you know, they get in trouble, it's like, oh, we'll just give them free dining. Yep. You know? So. And it appeases the masses. And again, and, and I was one of those masters where I'm like, no, no, no. Every single trip we go on, we need that. We need that dining plan. And, you know, we still get it because, I mean, why not? There, there's a convenience factor, too. And there's the, you know, there's the, to me, the, there's that peace of mind of I don't have to be counting what's in my pocket every time I want to get a meal and be like, oh, man, I really want the steak, but eh, I'll take the chicken, I guess. You know, that, that kind of thing. So that, that it eliminates that as well. And you get to enjoy your vacation more, regardless of whether you're coming out on money wise, it's a more enjoyable experience to have the dining plan. Yeah. Up, up until the point where it's like, okay, I just want a salad, but oh my God, I need to make up my money. Need to watch my cholesterol, but shoot, I can't afford to. <laughs> isn't it kind of, isn't it kind of like Vegas? Like, you know, you're never going to beat the house, you know? No. Yeah, but the buffets are super cheap, so <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Which are all closed at the moment. But. Yeah. And then just one last note on this. Uh, this was the weirdest thing to me of all was that the Disneyland press release, if you call that, what the email they sent to the travel agents literally gave us no information. It says, uh, you know, I have the wording here somewhere, but it said like, you got to call in. You can't. Oh, so you got to call them and, and get all right. They didn't tell us. They didn't tell us all this thirty percent offer. No, we had to call first to find out what is the offer. Like it was a two-page email that never told you what the offer was. I'm like, come on, man. Like, just say what it is. Like, why? It's not the big secret, you know. So, I mean, this and truthfully, this is not even something that we're going to promote because it only applies to certain people. So I've sent emails to all my clients that it applies to, but you know, I'm not going to be making Facebook posts on my advertising, right, right. like a normal promotion. This is a very specific, uh, Oh yeah. You're targeted dining. audience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I already have one person that emailed me like, Oh dude, I heard there's free dining. <laughs> no, there's not free dining. You're, you're going in <laughs> September. This is not applied to you. Right. So, now just to put it out there, if you did not book with any reason, you did not book with the 
me or another travel agent and you want to take advantage of this, we can take care of you. We just need to know your, your previous reservation number and we can rebook it for you. And then you'll have a travel agent that will wait on hold for two and a half hours when things like this happen. Yes. I saw a couple of travel agents on social media mention the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I was lucky. I only had two clients that, that I needed to take care of for this. And Was I one of them? Well, not yet, unless you want to <laughs> take advantage of it. <laughs> Yours was easy. It just got canceled. But, you know, it, it wasn't unusual to be on the phone for five hours, uh, in some cases, six hours, or be on the phone for two hours and get disconnected. And it's just, again, I can't tell you, you don't need, you don't need a travel agent until you need one. So cool. Well, there's definitely a lot of moving parts here for, yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. So, um, make sure if you want, if you want to get the lowdown on the either coast, make sure you book with Lee Lastavico of magical moments vacations. And that way he can give you the entire scoop and help you make a, dis- the, the, a good informed decision. All right, guys. So here we are on this new segment that we started, which is called Six or Eight Questions with I'm a Weekend. And I kind of go into the description of this uh, during the actual segment, but it's six or eight questions. It was depending on whether Lee was on the show or not, right? So anyway, we recorded this much earlier. I think it might have been September or whatever else, or September, November. I can't remember. Do you all remember when we recorded that show? Or that, oh, at least that segment? It was a while back, for sure, right? It's been a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually recorded that when Mr. Potato Head was in town in New Orleans. We hung out with him and we did some stuff. Uh, but we did this thing where it's called uh, six or eight questions. And we actually did six questions because Lee wasn't on that particular recording, which is why you don't hear his voice on this next segment coming up. But thinking back on that show, uh, we got to thinking, it was like, man, we could probably get more more weekends on the show if we did like maybe uh, spend 10 minutes of time with each, right? We could fill a whole show with a bunch of weekends. So we're, for the next show, what we're planning to do is record uh, a, a 10 minute segments with e- every weekend that wants to participate in this. You know, I figured this would be a good way to get you guys involved. Everybody's on their kind of coronation, you know, unless you're a healthcare worker that I can understand you may be a little bit busy. Uh, but if you feel like doing something completely different idea, you're more than welcome to join us. We'd love to hear your, your life and experience at this time. Um, and thank you for that, all your service and everybody else that's working during that this time. Thank you for that and keeping us afloat and healthy. But yeah, uh, we're going to be promoting this uh, on our social media if you have not seen that already. Uh, go check our social media pages and we're going to be spending 10 minutes with I'm a weekend. And uh, uh, daddy, do you want to kind of mention what they'll expect in those little 10 minutes? Sure. Well, the idea is to have one on at a time, strictly a 10 minute because we want to get as many people on as possible. So 10 minutes at a time, as soon as the 10 minutes is up, you're going to hear a horn go off and we're just going to have to, you know, cut it and move on to the next one because otherwise we'll have a four hour show and no one will listen. But what we're going to do is going to figure out a question for each person. So we're going to post it on social media and those who want to join are more than welcome to join. It's going to take place this coming Saturday, which would be the April 4th, mm-hmm. April 4th. That's exactly it. And it'll take place at 3 p.m. our time which would be what? Oh, 12? it would be it, it'd be 4 p.m. Eastern and then 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Yeah. Pacific. So there you go. Uh, that's the idea behind it. And so the questions will be stuff that we come up with. I don't know that we'll use any of the uh, questions we asked Ed just because, I don't know, it just seems like, <laughs> you know, wh- why, why redo ourselves, you know? So uh, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and ask all questions. Come on, we'll talk. We'll chat it up for 10 minutes. See y'all think about, if we have any time left, we'll check and see how y'all are making it out on your own. And um, 
Yeah, basically give you all something to do if y'all are bored and looking for an outlet for your Disney love. Absolutely, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we'll, And we'll still do this six or eight seg- uh, uh, questions with them a week in segment once this all dies down and people can start traveling again. So uh, if you ever come make your way out to New Orleans, we'd love to hear you. I know, Raz, you said you're about to come out to New Orleans and, and we knew it got canceled and we're sad yeah. for that, but hopefully in the near future this will all resolve and you'll be back. And for any more weekends that make it to New Orleans, we'd love to do six or eight questions with you. But in the meantime, during this coronation. Yeah, 10 minutes from a weekend, man. Let's do it. Sign up for that. Look for our stuff on social media. We'll put you in. We'll give you more information once you do decide to sign up and participate. And so with that being said, guys, let's take you to this new segment we had started called Six or Eight Questions with a Weekend. This segment starring Mr. Potato Ed. So take it away, past selves. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special listener here in the Fat City Studios, and uh, we're presenting a new segment called uh, Six or Eight Questions with the Listener, <laughs> depending on who's on the show that week. <laughs> so, if Lee's great in title, town, great title. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. yeah, I'll do what I can. Uh, so, if Lee's in town, yeah, it's going to be eight, but since it's just me, Danny, and Eli, it's just going to be six. So, that means each of us get two questions to ask a, mo- a Magic Our Way listener. That's right. So, we're going to do that every time a listener's in town. So, if you happen to be stopping by New Orleans... On your way to whatever could be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop by in, reach out to us. Uh, we'll have dinner with you. We'll have drinks with you, and we'll ask you these six questions. Or uh, uh, hang, hang on, guys. Am I under oath? Yes, yes. We're going to swear <laughs> you in a second. We're yeah, gonna- yeah. We're going to swear you all this on this coaster right here. No, yeah. it's gonna, we're going to swear you on a copy of Disney War. <laughs> it's just as thick as the Bible. <laughs> Full of about as much truth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So who wants to start off with the first Disney question? I'll start off simple. How about right. that? You ready? Right, go ahead. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say, what's your favorite Disney character? Ooh, favorite, um, Yoda. Yoda. Whoa. Yoda. Really? Right. Like, yeah. Not well, interesting. And, and, and I know for traditionalists that that's not really going to be considered a Disney character, but since uh, since Iger bought Lucasfilm, Yoda is in the Star Wars universe, which is now under the Disney umbrella. Uh, yoga's Yoda. Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yoga. <laughs> that yoga hoser. Yeah. I was. <laughs> Yoga babies. I, I I had other things on my mind, but <laughs> I hate like pants. But pants, uh, yeah, they are deceptive too. Oh, they're gorgeous. No, but uh, Yoda with his wisdom and uh, his 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 coolness. That's my favorite. That's your okay. favorite. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, did Yoda s- speak to you as a young one? Uh, did did were as you identifying him with him when you were young, or was a it when youngling? you were older and you were with you know you're like oh the wisdom? It was older because when I was young, I looked at him and said, "Man, that dude's got some really hairy ears." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said about my grandfather. Yeah. He's yeah. a yeah. that. <laughs> Am I going to inherit that? I hope I don't have hairy ears. It's coming right out the ear. Literally. All right. So, can I have the next question? Yes, you can have the next question. All right. What is your favorite Disney shirt that you wear? Shirt. 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 What does it say on it? Mine. 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 It's, it's, it's mine. The penguins. Yeah. Mine. Mine. Penguins. Mine. Mine. Oh, seagulls. 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 Penguins. They Pelicans. Yes. Those things. Those damn birds. They got orange beaks. That's mine. All the, that's mine. all I know. Mine. 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 Why, why is mine? Mine. Because um, my my wife bought it for me, and she said, 
you're mine. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. cool. So shouldn't your shirt say hers, 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 hers? <laughs> well, you know, we had this this debate over the uh, the Mickey and Minnie pins. Uh-huh. You know, I'll be your Mickey, I'll be your Minnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she thought that I needed to wear the I'll be your Minnie. I said, what? No. I said, no. She said, yeah, because I gave it to you. I said, no. I'm not a girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. You be the Mickey to her mini. You know yeah. what? And she wants you to wear the skirt. It's a new world with new pronouns. <laughs> There's a whole thing yeah. going on there. I've been trying to learn Mickey's, that. Mickey's, minis, it's all one thing. It's, it's all everyone. us. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's special. But I'm with you. Like, if I have to buy the shirt, I'll be the Mickey. I, I can't be yeah, the Mickey. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm with you. All right, Eli, your question. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, what's the funniest story that you've had while being on a Disney vacation? Project Asia. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like how you work there. Yeah, you know, I, I do appreciate it. I thought you were going to say savages, but that works too. <laughs> you know, I don't think I have any really particularly funny stories. Okay. Um, it's got to be one where you and the wife just got into it. Something off the cuff. Right. Something you didn't you know, expect. Or somebody in yoga pants. We, <laughs> oh, well. Wow. All right. Yeah. Nope. No. No, but no, somebody that shouldn't no. be in more yoga some pants. Weird, some, yeah, some kind of, just some <laughs> awkward. The most awkward thing that I saw is, is we were there one time, and uh, there was someone who was, bless her heart, she was morbidly obese. That's a very nice way to put it. So she jumped up there. And I like that, that that morbidly obese is the politically correct term. <laughs> but it still sounds bad, right? Like it's got morbid in it. Spilling over the sides of her wheelchair. <laughs> Wait, oh, are you joking? Are you serious? Wow. No, I'm taking that to be serious. Oh, because I thought it, it was it was serious. Okay. It was serious. Uh, she, had right. a, she, she had a health problem. She was in a wheelchair. Okay. She, yes. She had a health problem. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was, but she had her extra large drink cup. Nestled in between her breasts. Oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! Who wanted a sip? That's how you keep it warm. That's how you keep that hot butter warm, warm. Oh, extra large too. When she when she drinks, she wouldn't bend down to the straw. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Yeah. So that that is that is my most disturbing Disney moment ever. All right, disturbing. I like moment. how we we went down that road. <laughs> that oh, road man. was full of ups and downs and, and, and all around. Yes, and in betweens. All, all through the, the hills, hills and the keeping it warm while it was cold. Climb right. every mountain. <laughs> that was like Plinko, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kev, you up? All right. So, what is your favorite Disney attraction? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good. That, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. That's yeah, absolutely. That's cold. good. Yeah, that's why I used to host. Absolutely, that's a tough question. You know, I, I could, I could look, at, look at it through the lens of myself as an adult. I could look at it through the, the lens of a father uh, or me as a kid. But I think, I think now with all that I know about Imagineering, with all that I know about Walt and everything that, that went into, into the planning. Main Street. Oh wow! Uh, what an um, excellent answer. That is wow. a great answer. Yeah, I mean, never would have seen that coming. You do this. Yeah, that's 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 your welcome to it. That's that goes back to Walt and and his heritage, his vision for what Disneyland was supposed to be mm-hmm. for his hometown of of, of Marceline. And with, you viewed it as an attraction. You the whole view, thing. I could see that. I could see well, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, asking. I totally I'm asking. See that, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean. 
the entire park or all the park complexes are attractions, whether it's a ride, interactive, or just sure. an experience. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, no. and, and, and that's my opinion. I know. It's a great opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that, good. I mean, that sets the tone. I mean, that you look at that and it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm in small town USA and, and I'm welcome here and it's warm and inviting. And you look up at the windows and the more you know about the history, the more you appreciate the names on those windows. Because, you know, as, as a first time, second time guest, you know, somebody who doesn't listen to your podcasts and read the books. Yeah. No one listens you, to this. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? What? Well, right. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm glad to be a nobody. Yeah, I'm I'm a good company. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think that sets the entire tone because you know you look down there, the, there's a statue of of Walt and Mickey. There's there's uh, the castle, uh, the buildings, the horses, yeah, the music. It's a it is it's a nice transport to another world. It is, yeah, I with that. I mean that 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 sets your mindset right there from the very beginning. I like that. Yeah, treating the Main Street USA as an entire attraction. Yeah, well, because technically it is. You know, yeah, for sure. You, you got to take that whole thing as, as as one unit. It's it's not just a bunch of individual things. It's it's definitely one unit for sure. Yeah, and then like you know you're out there at night, and then like you know they have the fireworks and stuff at the end. You stand out there, you're like, this is what it's all about. You know, it's yeah. even a nice way to culminate it. Yeah. So where do we go from here? Like, who's next? Danny? You're next. You're next. I'm next? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what should Disney do with the Hall of Presidents? Oh, dang. All up in that. Should we continue Ooh. in this politically divisive climate that we live in? Should we continue to roll out the new president? Or should we have more of a timeless show that appeals to the inner kid and all of us and I'm the one who asked the tough questions? I am sweating. <laughs> you know what? To sweat right now. Nope. That's... That's actually easier than what's your favorite attraction. Really? Really? Yeah. Damn. Well, <laughs> Damn. Scratch that. Damn. Sorry. Not no, take no, that no, back. No. no. What, yeah. what, what's your favorite parade? Yeah. You, you, you want to do over? Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite Disney no. snack? <laughs> I want to hear the answer to that. No, that's a good no, one. Um, Let's hear your answer. You know, we, as a democratic society, we can't erase history. If you erase history, if you erase unpopular beliefs, then you set yourself up to become a catastrophic failure. We, we, we've got to keep those things, popular or unpopular. There's nothing in there that's very politically inflammatory. Uh, it's, it's the persons themselves who are unpopular with the opposing party and the opposing views. Anything voiced in that attraction is not controversial at all. So no keep it. We, we, we've got to be honest about who we are. We've got to keep an open dialogue. Disney, if, if they open themselves up to within the park, of course, I know that they've got ABC and ESPN and, and other venues where opinion can be voiced, but Disney is not for that. Disney itself. Walt's vision is it's there for everybody. And if, if you start editing that, then you start alienating a lot of your customer base. You start alienating a lot of the people who come there for the magic. And if they don't agree, they don't have to go to the attraction. But do not edit that out. So no. your opinion is that from now to the end of time, the sitting president gets to say a little something. As long as whatever that sitting president says is not politically charged and is not insensitive or inflammatory. Something just representative in a very generic way of their administration. 
I like that. Well done. Yeah, well, well done. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Kudos. I voted for you. That was good. <laughs> you know what you're writing for. I voted for you. That's the wild, gentlemen. That's the wild. Yeah, well, if I ever try to run for office, then, uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll find my background. <laughs> That'll be the end of that. But, you know, you say that, and, you know, candidates have gotten away with very different things in life. So, you know, the, the world True. is changing. Right? Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Eli, up to you. Man, last one. Right, last one. A lot of pressure on you. Ah, give yeah. me a softball, Eli. No, no softballs. This has got to be the quintessential. He's got to close this thing out in style. All right. Oh, boy. I mean, like, you know what? Let, Should Black Widow have died? What is it? Hard? <laughs> I can't do him like that. I can't do him like that. Oh, that man just saying he was, he's watching Fantastic Four to play and stuff. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I ain't going to do that bad like that. Oh, wait, wait. Spoilers. <laughs> what? No, what? Oh, it's too late now. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Can I ask you that? I'm going to buy you some time here. No, I got what, the what is your question? What is your toughest question thus far? What do you think your toughest question thus far has been? Probably what's my favorite attraction? What's your favorite attraction? you got to beat what's your favorite attraction, Eli? I <laughs> see. Look, he was confident a second ago. Look okay, at that, look at that face. Going go for the stretch. Yeah, yeah, that's when it's like hands. Uh, I gotta go for it now. Open okay. up the muscles. Good to go. All right, fair enough. Okay, if you were to change, sometimes we do episodes. You listen a lot of episodes. Oh yeah, we do like uh, blue sky episodes. So if you were to change one thing about an attraction, a dining area, and a hotel, what would those things be? You get multiple parts. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, wait, you yeah. Put yeah. Me on the spot. I really was gonna ask him what what Marvel superpower would you like? Yeah, but some questions. But he like he the like, answer no. is uh. four. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Eli. You got to beat what Kevin asked. The answer we, is Cleveland. I, yes, <laughs> I can't even remember the multiple parts, much less answer that. Just it's something like okay, like an so SAT question. We'll do what you said. Say it one more time. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Right, I tell you what, we'll, we'll do it, it in pieces. Attraction. We'll dining. do it in pieces. If you were to change one, if you thing. were to change one okay. thing about an attraction, what would it be? Any attraction. <laughs> Just name the attraction. What would you change about it? This is part one of 16. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You did this to uh, me. <laughs> I'm a top. Okay, yeah, let's go. Go ahead. It was ahead. one question before I put that pressure on him. You did. <laughs> I swear I was going to be like, what, yeah, what so, superpower so would you like? Not just one up, he bet three up. You exactly. Right there, this man. is what we do each other. I was going to be like, hey, what superpower would you like? And just, then he asked me that question. I was going to just ask what, what kind of dizzy snack he likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> All right, one well, thing about right, right, one well, thing. yeah, yes, you would yeah, Kevin. I would have said churros until I heard Lee talk about drippy churros, and then <laughs> oh, it for I'm me. So sorry, you had to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know well, how yeah. to contain him. He just says Lee, things. Lee Las Vegas is his own entity, man. Yeah, he, he can't control the beer. Yeah, you know but, what? Lee's got to be free. Can we get Lee on his own? I don't, I don't have the setup to do that. Oh, never yeah. mind. Then yeah. Yeah. You're going to put him on a speakerphone well, yeah. and put just, him up on the microphone? Just, yeah, just, just for the record, though, uh, I will go on the record and say that Lee, I've used him as a travel agent multiple times. Jam up job. Jam yeah. up job on Lee. You did, better believe it. We did pass it on to him, yes. Have you yes. spoken to him on the phone? I have. You have. So that number does work, even though he gives a different number every um, time. <laughs> if you take the first one, it does. If you take the first one, it does. Okay. Not, not one good hundred, uh, you know, Captain Caveman beard <laughs> club in my beards. No, it doesn't work. Chocolate squirts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bucky Nuggets. Yeah, Bucky Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. He comes up with Nugget, everything. It's tough to no. add. Like, All right, so part one of his question. So, so as far as changing an attraction, and that 
That's now the hardest question I've been asked. That's there what I got. Oh, there you go. There you Ooh. go. See, I was just going to ask you, like, Damn what superpower would you like? That's part one of three. That's what I would have wanted to ask Well, don't, 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 I would, don't I would spike like the ball like, and do your dance just yet, on, man. Okay. On, well, on, on fire and, and fly twice the speed of sound. There you go. I would love that. Yeah. There you go. Oh. But... As far as changing attractions, um, <laughs> maybe maybe this isn't. Maybe you asked a question that isn't near and dear to his heart. He's never examined it because he likes what he's seen. Well, that's time. what I, that's what I'm saying. You you said that was a tough question. I I, I felt it. All right. So one what, thing is going to change. All right. Go ahead. What yeah. thing could change? What attraction? Oh, can I give like a more of a blanket thing? Sure. Than specific? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. You guess the the attractions themselves. Yeah, I think the Imagineers overall do a really good job. The queues, when you when you've got to wait in line, you know, some of the queues do a great job with theming, with distractions to make you forget that you have to be standing in line for a very long time. Others suck. Okay, which ones drives you crazy? Which one? Switchbacks. Yeah. Traditional switchbacks. I can see that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. If you go to let's say for example, Buzz Lightyear and the Astro Blaster. Mm, yeah, yeah. Astro okay, Blaster. Yeah. If you go there on a busy day, there's nothing at all. You just in switchbacks, maybe with a fan if you're lucky. Sure, I'll tell you what, that'd be one thing I'd improve is like in the queue line, improve your air circulation. Yeah. <laughs> I need to breathe busy times. Like get that air conditioning blowing because sometimes, whoo. Yeah. Put in a fan on a damn TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to sit by some. this person. Some of these people stink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, oh, God. Who. Y'all were talking about the the German dude that wanted to beat the hell out of somebody. Yeah, German dude. He wanted to beat the hell out of Kevin. Yeah. (laughs) That was in Radio Springs Racers. Yeah. That was was a true story. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, never experienced that. But that was a very fired up German. I mean, Hans Gruber in Die Hard wasn't as committed as that man was. You call that dude Carl from Die Hard. Yes. Not as committed as that dude was to destroying everything that Kevin stood for. If if he had had a TV screen and a fan, it would have been fine. You're right. Actually, you're right because we had the Mr. Fan. Be the shorter line, and he was he would have been satiated. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to jump up on the rail, grab poor Kevin. That's right, that's right. All right, so Eli, what's your second part? Part two of thirty-two. Oh yeah, no. All right, Uh, okay. Was there something about any uh, dining area, dining area that you want to change? Yeah, okay. That's a good question. Um, (laughs) Question one of sixty-eight. No, that was just one of three. Okay, you couldn't just ask him what his favorite restaurant was. (laughs) I thought about that, but I was like, you babe, you challenged me. You know I do. Okay, you know what. I'm I'm good on that one. Okay, um, the favorite restaurant one or the changing one to change. Okay, all right. What you got? the The last time that we were there as a family, we went to um, Grand Floridian, but we had a late flight. Got there after all the restaurants closed, after the monorail closed, and because my son has food allergies, the only place open, you know, they're what, what's their twenty four hour grill? Gaspar, Gaspar, Gasparilla Grill, yeah, Gasparilla, yeah. yeah. So there was nobody there who could talk to us about cross-contamination from different allergens. Nothing available. It was very clear from just watching because it was open that it was going to be a problem. So if you're going to show up and you've got severe food allergies, you better prepare for that because every other restaurant that we've been to on Disney property before this, this was the only time I've ever had this happen. They couldn't guarantee that we could get all the the food allergens cleared out and that we'd be good to go. Oh, wow. That's good the to know. Only, oh. only restaurant on the property we've ever been to who could do that or who could not do that. 
It was Gasparilla. It's yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. No, that actually that that's good to know. I mean, that's a that's a uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I could I could talk for for quite a while on restaurants and food allergies. In basic fairness, though, okay, so is that I'm sure that's probably the only restaurant you went to that far after hour, right. like where there wasn't right. an executive chef in charge during normal dining hour. I mean, I'm sure like you know, by the time you're talking about it, it has to be like what 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, it was it was after eleven. Yeah, okay. So I mean, I'm sure you're talking about people who've taken kind of. I, I can see that being an issue at just about any resort, not just Grand Floridian. Whereas within the parks, most restaurants are. Um, I'm sorry, most all restaurants are closed at that point in time, right? Yeah, but within the parks, there's some quick service restaurants who can't guarantee full compliance with everything. And you know, and, okay. and, and, and we know that we take that into, okay. in, into account. Not a big deal. But what's what's the the quick service at uh, at the Poly? Captain Captain Cooks. Cooks. They they kicked ass when we were there. Really? Oh, yes, ah. absolutely. Explain. Okay. What do you mean? Again, before eleven p.m. Oh, so this is um, okay. Before late night shift. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. But again, before the, Boneyard Crew. Yeah. Right. But but the setup of the kitchen was different too, and and that makes a huge difference with with the cross contamination but um you know every time we've been there we actually last time we were there we, we rode the monorail back to the poly just so we could go there but they'll come out and the manager comes out talks to you ask the questions make sure that everything that you need is is handled and you know that, that that's part of why we go to disney every year now is because of my son's celiac disease we can't go to a restaurant go out as a family to a restaurant and sit down and have a meal because they can't, you know, accommodate. You know, yeah, he can't, yeah, he, yeah, they can't guarantee it. Right. Yeah. We go to Disney, and you know, they're right there, and the chef comes out to the table, and you know for a fact everything is spot on, and they do an absolutely amazing job. That's good to know. Very yeah. good yeah. to know. Yeah, that is awesome. Long-winded answer to your question. No, actually, you did a very good job because you kind of answered the last two questions in one. Whoa, okay. What was the last question? I forgot the last question. No, wait. Last two questions. What, 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 do you get a four now? No, no, there's no four. It was just a three. You're talking about two and three you answered together. Yes, yes. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay. Because it was about a place that you would eat at the hotel, which you pretty much covered in both. Inadvertently. So like food and stuff. Food and where you would stay, where you change what place you would stay. You know, and we talked about this earlier, but for us as a couple with a young child, the environment at the at the poly, you know, with all the stuff going on, you know, the dancers and the fire twirling. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. fire twirling. That's some good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It is. Good stuff. We got captivated by that. Uh, yeah. Play with fire and that blow yourself up. It's a good day. <laughs> oh, somebody else spit it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's it. Well, thank you for answering. That's awesome. six questions. Yes. It should be eight. You know, if we were to had to ask answer something like for, six uh, and a half for Lee, yeah, it was, it was, well, Lee, we yeah. would. But uh, you know, yeah. as you could tell, Eli asked like four questions in one. I tried. So that makes so up Eli's for sure. like, yeah. I'm going to win no matter what. <laughs> 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 I'm going to ask like four questions in one until I get like the toughest question you had to answer on that. Well, these and, are these are my brother, and you are a very awesome guest. So I, I felt the need to at least well, come with it and, and make it. A, very particular. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, of course, if you listen to the length of my answers, you know, I think it makes up for eight questions. 
They're very good answers. <laughs> no, they're great. You no. weren't like, hey, I, I like this and I don't know. Like you have very good, concise answers that back up your opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know? you, oh, I've got, I've got opinions. I like it. Bring That's it. Perfect. Bring it like perfect. It. You're thoughtful. They're always That's welcome here on this show that, for sure. They're always yes. welcome on this show. If you would have said yes or no or whatever, that, that would have been boring. Yeah, we but don't want to hear crickets. You were thoughtful. That, we want to hear your opinions. Well, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much uh, to Mr. Potato Head for coming in on our show and doing six uh, this version of six questions with a listener whenever you come in town. And if you want to take part in this, if you happen to come in town, shoot us an email at show at magicaway.com. Uh, that way we can uh, take you out for dinner and get you drinked up. And, uh, <laughs> and if you answer the question, talk to a wrestler, mood salt. Get, get you, you to drinked up and hooked up with no... Drinkavika. There you go. <laughs> I was thinking drink stuff and bring stuff when you stole my wallet for the drinks. <laughs> With no Rapavika. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we hope you enjoyed that show, and we're looking forward to speak with you guys on our 10 Minutes with a Weekend segment. If you want to learn more about us, magicaway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. If you want to get in touch with us to share your Disney love, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicaway.com. Leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget. Or you can call or send us a text message at one 815 That is 1-815-669-4226. And of course, we've got a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. Number one, we got Eli. Does things with comics. Te- Eli, tell me what you got going on, sir. Oh, yeah, no, of course. And again, I hope everybody uh, in their homes is safe out there. So uh, while you're out there clicking and browsing and listening to this podcast, uh, feel free to take a stop at the uh, Ivory College. I uh, got all work there for Project Gation, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. Uh, actually taking some time out to finish up the uh, script there to send out to the letter. So, yeah, there you go. Something good to come out of this crazy time. Uh, of course, there's always a link to the Magic Alley podcast so you never miss an episode. So check that out. Uh, Facebook, you can find me there, Eli H. Ivory. Uh, you can check out the Project Gation page on Facebook.com as well. Uh, Instagram, I'm scrolling and browsing and saying hey and liking posts and whatnot. So you can find me there at eivory 504 And on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me to gladness. Uh, stay safe out there, guys. And if you want to book a vacation at or anywhere, <laughs> please do so with Lee Lastavica. Lee, tell him how to do this. Yeah, so maybe you want to be there May 1st. Maybe you want to be there October 1st. Maybe you want to go 2021. Don't matter. We'll get you, we'll get you taken care of. Just give me a call. 832-431-1621. That's 832-FERLOWEN. 832-FRLOWEN. O-I-N. You can email me at Lee at MagicRWay.com. Check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-E-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Instagram, you can find me at You Got a Friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. We're Loa Vika. And guys, as a whole, if you want to support the show, you can do so through the following ways. Uh, you can still buy some beignets right there on the homepage of our website. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us still is to leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. Finally, if you want to have a 
place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution. Join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all the famous Moeekins as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly. And also follow us on those social media so you can get a chance to speak with us on our next show, 10 Minutes with a Moeekin. So guys, look, we thank you time and time again for taking time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We always appreciate you and always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Army Podcast. So get in touch with us today. So Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Mickey bars. Who do I have to kill to get a Mickey bar right now? Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam. <laughs>